Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in human's potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Hey, senders, welcome back to another episode of the segment podcast. This is episode 66 with a panel of people. Uh, Dianese, the Italian company, is getting into the mountain bike scene stronger and stronger thanks to our buddy Rich over there at Dianese OC. And on this episode, I have Rich, McGee, Tony De Silva, Adam Mock, Send it Frankie, Joey Yates, and myself talking about Dianese protective equipment, the clothing line, and everything that Dianese is doing for our mountain bike community to offer up um, really great protective products. So hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Before we get into it, I do have to say thank you to the supporters of the show and take a look in the description for affiliate links and discount codes for these companies. First up, Thank you to Tasco MTB, <clears throat> Tasco, the awesome shirt company. Also, special thank you and new supporter of the podcast. Thank you to Spoke X. If you guys are looking for upgrades to your bike, whether it be wheels, what have you, take a look at Spoke X. And there is an affiliate link in the description to take you there. Anything that you purchase from Spoke X will help benefit the segment podcast. Also, special thank you to Afton Shoes. Afton Shoes, if you're looking for mountain bike shoes, whether clipless or flats, use promo code SENDER10 for 10% off of your purchase. Again, promo code SENDER10 for 10% off your purchase. Big thank you going out to YT Industries. Thank you for your support. They have given me the Core 4 Jeff C for the year 2021 to 2022, and that bike is phenomenal. I actually purchased myself the YT Decoy Core 3, and I am loving that bike. It is so much fun. Goop Industries is also a supporter of the segment podcast. Goopindustries.com help you fix your flat with slime and CO2 all in one can. Sender 20 is the code for 20% off your purchase. That's promo code Sender 20. Also, Spy Optic. Spy Optic is a supporter of the segment channel. And they have a promo code SENDER10 for 10% off your purchase. And if you see me out on the trails, you'll see that I'll be either in some kind of spy glasses or spy goggles. Um, I really believe in that product, and I do love their happy tech technology. And last but not least, Better Bolts. If you're looking to upgrade the bolts or the colors on your bike, run over to betterbolts.com and use promo code THESEGMENT10 for 10% off of your purchase. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here comes the folks from Dianese, and I really hope you enjoy this podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. I am joined by an ultimate squad right here from your middle top. We'll just go straight into this 
episode of the second podcast. Adam Mock right here. What's up? What's up, Adam Mock? What's happening? And to his left, we have Rich McGee, Dianese, Orange County. Rich, say what is up. What up, everyone? <laughs> Everybody knows this guy right here. This uh, this uh, meetable <laughs> good friend of ours, Tony, the outsiders on the squad tonight. And then last but not least, we have Send It Frankie. Yo, what's up? tonight, and you guys might be wondering, like, why do you have such a big panel? And we even have Joey Yates, he's going to be joining us here in a second. But, um, basically, what this is, you all, is um, the Dianese team, and we're going to learn a little bit about Dianese tonight, and we're going to learn about Rich McGee right here. So, um, Rich, if you wouldn't mind just kind of letting everybody know a little more about you, uh, we'll go ahead and give you the, the floor, my man. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I am the store manager for Dynese here in Orange County, located in Costa Mesa, California. Um, I have a basically a background in the motorsports industry, uh, spanning from riding motorcycles since I was a little kid, uh, learning and riding to jumping on motorcycles. Uh, doing a couple of track days and then going into racing. Uh, when I really dove into racing, uh, I actually used mountain biking as a training tool. Um, that's kind of what kind of helped me to uh, winning the Formula 40 championship in the club racing series here in California. Uh, I've been working for Dynese for about a year now um, in the retail space but I have about six to eight years of uh, retail uh, store manager uh, experience. Awesome. And then, and Rich, you were talking about your uh, moto in the background there with Dianese and mountain biking to help you with, with fitness and preparing yourself for the races. What was the, the race that you said you won? Uh, it was a series called uh, CVMA, Chuckwalla Valley Raceway. It's about an hour east of Palm Springs. Um, so I think you've kind of scroll down all the way at the bottom. You'll see, you'll see a picture of me probably with all my trophies. So there's one of me racing up top. That's one of the training bikes I was using called the Novale. Uh, it's about a 190cc little miniature full-on race bike. Um, so it's one of the tools I use to kind of train and, and help me prepare for racing. There, and there was another picture up here. What is this one? Look at that bad boy. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was from uh, my early years of racing. That was probably back around 2009, 2010. Um, as you can see, there's a yellow plate on, on that bike. That was, uh, my introduction to racing. So in racing, you kind of, you don't just jump into the expert level. So you got to start off as an amateur. A yellow plate means you're in the amateur series. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. So using the mountain bike to, to get some training in, here's a pic of you getting some training in right there. Um, and then fast forward, you join Dianese. And uh, we all know Dianese as kind of like a moto uh, GP type of gear company. 
but they just release or they have been releasing and and I, i'm new to this but they have a mountain bike segment which is which is pretty dope and this is kind of how we all ended up here on this panel right now with Dianese. but can you tell the folks a little bit about how you got into Dianese and how you're impacting the mountain bike community with that brand um so i'm Although I'm new to the company, I'm not new to the brand. Um, I, when I first started racing, I was just kind of a novice like everybody else, just didn't really know what kind of gear to kind of get into. Luckily, I had some buddies that uh, let me into a right path and would only allow me to wear some of the best of the best. So I got introduced to uh, my first race suit, which is uh, Dionese Laguna Seca, which is you know, just their entry level suit. Um, and that was back in 2009 when, when I was racing, uh, fast forward all the way through. Um, like I said, when I was mountain biking, I just found the passion for it as a training tool. Um, at first I just thought it was just going to be as training for road racing. Um, little did I know I got fully addicted to mountain biking to the point where I actually enjoy doing that a lot more now. Um, the speeds and, and the crashes are a lot more, um, gnarly. I can say road racing. I, I got hurt pretty bad doing that. Um, but now I'm just, now when I joined Dynasty about a year ago, um, I noticed that they had a full mountain biking line. So I kind of started testing it and using it myself before, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's, uh. Costa makes a superior having at its best. Um, <laughs> um, so I just started testing out their gear, using it, kind of seeing what it was about. And my first instinct was one, how breathable and how light it was and just the mobility. My older um, knee pads at, on the climbs would constantly always fall. So I'd kind of leave them down and just get to the top of the trailhead, pull everything back up and then, you know, kind of descend. Um, using the gear now that Dynasty offers. Um, and we'll kind of go through the line if you guys want, and I can show you kind of some of the nuances of each one. Yeah, that that would be cool. But this also, um, as you were with Dionese, and I think maybe like six months ago or so, this gentleman walked into your store and kind of helped introduce Dionese to the local community Tony, can you talk about talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know Richie hit me up randomly uh, on Instagram, and I was like pretty stoked that he hit me up. I'm, I try to answer every comment, and but he sparked kind of got my attention because he he hit me up, and not only was he like a subscriber of the channel, but he was introducing me to a new brand that I didn't really know existed in mountain biking, and he was talking about. Um, basically the new products that are coming out and the ones that we're using right now. And uh, I went down and met them and I went into the store and I was blown away because this is a company that has a huge background in moto and motorcycles. And I loved the attention to detail they had in just the, the suits and, and all of the apparel and basically a protection equipment they had on motorcycles. And I was like, if this company is going to make something that's like close to this or this uh, close to attention to detail for mountain biking 
then it's going to be legit. So basically, we started working together on a, on a slow level as the products started to come in, into the store. Um, he let me test them out. And that's kind of how our relationship built. And now we're, now we're friends, but like that's that's where I kind of came into the picture with Rich is that he, he reached out to me and uh, was like, let me know like, hey, this is going to be a really rad thing. And I kind of came along for the ride. And I've been using the, the helmets now and the pads for, I want to say almost a year now. And uh, th that's kind of what I've been riding. And basically is, is him introducing me to this. And here we are. I love it. I love it. And, and I found out something interesting too, and the panel, you guys feel free to chime in as well, but I didn't realize in 2015, Dionese purchased a mountain bike protective gear company. And uh, Rich, I'll go ahead and let you tell that story. Um, but what company did Dionese take some of that technology from? So Dionese did in 2015, Dionese acquired uh, POC or some people know it as POC. And as we know, POC has been around the mountain bike industry for way longer than most of these other brands. Um, and their background um, is more heavily into the knee pads, the elbow pads and their helmets. That's kind of was their niche and what they, their market, their piece of the, the market share was. Um, so when we acquired them, we actually kind of took a little bit of their technology and kind of mended it with what we know, as Tony said, what we know from road racing and uh, impact protection when it comes to elbows, back protection, chest protection, uh, we kind of dive into it a lot of segments. So we basically take the best of the best of, of everything. Uh, so we took the best of POX technology um, and we even kind of dove into um, some of the environmental stuff. So like bees and their honeycombs and, and how they design and how strong they are. We kind of put that technology into our knee pads, our elbow pads, um, making them super light, super durable. The impact protection is unbeknownst to anybody else. So it's just not all about uh, the impact. It's about dispersing that energy away from uh, the area that's being hit or, or crashed on or whatever it may be. Yeah, I, I've been reading up on that. And um, Adam Mock, you, you do such a good job talking about one of the features of the protective gear on these helmets. Uh, there's this twice me technology. Um, Adam, do you want to talk a little bit about that? It's so dope. Yeah. I see. I got I got my Linnea one right here. And oh. you know what's funny? I got my GoPro on it. Like GoPro feels heavier than the helmet. That's not a joke. Like it just <laughs> But uh, yeah, this, you know, if you can see the screen and for those listening, the helmets have this built-in tech that's, that's pretty sick, this TwiceMe technology where if you download the TwiceMe app or first responders have it, uh, if you are knocked out somewhere on a trail, they can literally just put their phone up and scan your helmet like with this app. And you can input all of your medical information. So you can put like your emergency contact in there. And uh, if you're allergic to any medicines, your height, your weight, your name, all of that. And the other cool thing is, uh, let's say you're hurt, but, but conscious, you can even scan your own helmet and it gives you the GPS coordinates of where you are. And it allows you to text that out to first responders, uh, family members, anybody so that they can locate you and know where you are. So it's pretty sick. That is pretty cool. And, and a lot of things that um, 
Rich was talking about earlier on, on top of that twice me technology. I had to look it up because I had no idea, but I was reading there's a thing called Poisson's ratio. <laughs> and it's all about dispersing energy. And in nature, there's like these honeycomb patterns where things make a perpendicular cutoff. So if you look at the knee pads, for example, that has them in there. Here, I'll just go ahead and bring these up real quick. If you guys can can see this, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, make our screens just a teeny bit bigger. Check out the uh, the way that that's designed and um, the impact on this. From impact to disbursement causes an 80% reduction of impact force, which is insane. And when you're riding them, you feel like you have, um, you feel like you have air conditioners on in the summertime. <laughs> Joey would always say that's Joey's, that's Joey's little <laughs> heaven right there. <laughs> exactly. Which is, which is pretty cool. Tony, I know you've been writing it for the last year. Um, what would you, how do you feel about the, how the knee pads ride? Cause I know you like to test things out pretty strongly yeah. before you make any comments on it, but what have you gleaned so far? Yeah, the ones that you just held up are what I've been riding in. And I love that they uh, slide on and they stick. So one a lot, a lot of knee pads I've had, um, they ride down. And as you get going, they slide down. And, or they have a Velcro strap that sometimes is uh, not very straight or scratches you. So those right there, not only do they have that front barrier on the kneecap where if you fall, it's not going to stick. It's going to slide a little bit instead of pulling down. But on the actual knee pad itself, it stays on your leg where you where you plant it from the beginning. So that's what I've been rocking on every every ride, whether it's at the bike park or trails. And um, it's so far so good, so far so solid. Nice. That's always good to hear. And um, Frankie, we got send it Frankie who hey, just joined the squad. What's up, Frankie? Um, you are the most recent user of the Dionese gear. And uh, what were you coming off of before? I had an old school seven IDP knee pads, the yep. bulky ones. Yep. Yeah. Seven makes some good gear. I mean, it's good, but these are way better. So much <laughs> yeah. lighter. What are your first impressions on, on throwing these on? Um, really from the switch from seven IDP to this really is the weight. Like this is so light. And like, like you said earlier, the air conditioning and, um, yeah. and I really found a use for this, for this metal casing. Uh -huh. It's perfect for taking pictures when you're aiming down at a rock. <laughs> I scratched it up a little bit, but I was taking pictures of Ellen and you can actually pin that right on something really hard and not worry about scratching the entire knee pad. Nice. That's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. That's pretty yeah. dope. The um, and Rich, are those that plate that's on that? Is that a titanium plate or what kind of plate? That's a it's a steel plate. Steel. Uh, we do use titanium in some of our other stuff, but we kind of reserve that for our race suits, um, like our Magello RR. That's fully um, airbag equipped. Um, that's kind of where our magnesium kind of comes in. We, we save our magnesium and, and our carbon for some of our higher end, higher speed impact stuff. Gotcha. That's, that's cool. Guys, if I, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go quickly to the chats. I just want to check in with everybody. We got quite a few people in today. 
I saw that uh, Debbie Keo is on the line. What's up, producer Deb? Check this guy out. This is Joe Yates. Craig, every time Mark says decoy, you have to take a shot. Sounds like they're doing a bunch of screwball shots back there. <laughs> Adam Mock has his right there. <laughs> Timothy Haley is in the is in the audience. We got uh, Trail Dogs in here. MTB Raging, uh, MTB Mini Bomber from the the Bomber Crew. What's up, Charlie Hicks is in the house. Emmanuel is here. Purple Heart Veteran, and uh, a lot of these folks were out at the Transcend ride today. There was probably Adam. How many people do you think were were out there at the Transcend group ride? <laughs> More than I could count. You had some great <laughs> crews out there. That that was great. I heard somebody say. Uh, like it's, it was definitely over 100 so i heard someone say almost 200 people there was such a big group in Vail. it's such a big park that you know uh i love the way they set the ride up though it was like let's gather ride what you want to ride we'll gather again at the end i think that was a great way to do it yeah it was such a fun time yeah. um we got uh, alpha mtb is on here and we also have a spokesman MTB. Sounds like spokesman is joining us from Disneyland, sitting in Disney California hotel watching the podcast. Not sure how long I could stay. Is there a charity attached to this guest? Good question. Is there a charity attached to to this guest, Mr. Rich? Uh, there is not, unfortunately. No, no charities as of yet. Um, with the with us just trying to kind of hit the market in in the U.S. with the MTB side, um, Dainese has always been really big in on in Europe. It's actually more widely used there than it is here in the U.S. Um, so luckily, with me being a mountain biker and being involved in the help of you gentlemen, I'm trying to kind of make it a little bit more widely known and spread. Um, so getting out to events, getting you guys involved. Uh, we'll be at Sky Park Bike Fest this year for the first time as one of the premier sponsors. So I'm kind of stoked to announce that. So we'll have a huge booth. We'll have all the lineup there from the helmets, the shorts, the, the pants, the gloves. I'll have everything available for everybody to check out. And obviously, if they want to purchase it, then have at it. Nice. That's awesome. So we have an opportunity to grow with uh, Diane. Everybody has an opportunity to grow with this brand into the community, which is which is super cool. Um, Eric from Riding Dirty is out is on here from Arizona. What's up? What's up? Good to see you. Air Blair is here. That is probably who's passing out the screwball shots, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you owe SoCal. Danny is in. Danny Milton. He says, "I don't. I didn't know you guys were doing a podcast. I'm smoke from today." So uh, Danny, unfortunately, didn't have his e-bike today, so he was on, he was on the pedal. Yeah. So <laughs> we got some laps in today, too. So <laughs> good job. Good job, Danny. Trail Monster is in, the, is in the house tonight. Thank you, Trail Monster, for being here. Air Blair, folks, with the Super Chat sticker of 499 And then follow up. Dang, check this out. Spokesman MTB with 1999. Look at that. Oh, thank you. Give our man a segment token. (laughs) (laughs) Bureau Bikes from Idaho is on. What's up, Christian? Good to see you, Ace. Um, But yeah. Oh, and Mike Savicky is on. He says, take my money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mike, if you're still on, what, what, pad protection would you want 
from uh, Dianese. What are you looking for? I saw. I, I know Mike's there. looking at the uh, the linea. I, I know that for a fact. Yeah, totally. We were talking about it today, and and it's sick. Hey, Rich, I'm I'm curious for those who who may not know, since Dianese um, bought Pac. Does, will Pac still operate under that that brand umbrella by Dianese? So you'll have Dianese and Pac still going on. Yeah. So so Pac's still going to kind of do a little bit of their own thing. Um, just cause they had, they have, they have quite a bit of momentum already. Um, but being able to kind of pull from their technology, we're not going to take their name and, and just abolish them. Um, so we're going to kind of still let them do their thing. They do it a little bit differently than we do. So it, it's, it's going to be a good, everybody's going to have a nice piece of the pie, I guess you could say in the market. Cool. Cool. I'm just noticing this, you guys. So, I actually can't, you can't see it here, but I have the, my old 790p helmet is right up here. And I think that thing is like around 900 and something grams is how much that um, weighed. And I love that helmet. It was a great helmet, kept me protected on a crash. But I'm going to pop this up here. This, oh, you can barely read it, but it says at just 570 grams, no full face MTB helmet with this level of protection offers such extremely low Wait, Rich, can can you talk to that? Because I I've actually handed people my helmet out on the trail, and they're like, "Are you kidding me?" But um, how? I mean, it's obviously it's DH rated. Is it? Is it, it not fully DH rated? It meets every. I think there's five or six different certifications that a uh, true mountain bike DH helmet uh, has. Um, actually, Adam, Adam and Tony probably know the ANSI's better than I do. Um, I think Adam, Adam, you can speak to all those, can't you? As far as like all the different ratings that we were able to achieve. Oh my gosh. It was, it was more than I could keep up with, but I did, I, I posted my video and Tony did a great video on, yeah. on the helmet. But uh, from what I remember, Dianese, the linea, it exceeded all of, of the ratings, which was really impressive. And if, any of you have a scale at home and, and like actually pick up the helmet if it's a pound lighter it's almost, it's like about a pound lighter or maybe over a pound lighter than the bell super dh convertible helmet it's even lighter than the troy lee designed stage helmet that's how light the thing is which i think tony you and i were talking the other day even about like because it's so light it almost makes it difficult right to decide like do i just wear the full face or the half shell at this point yeah, I've been wearing the tool face a lot in Laguna and Liso. Um, I've been wanting to do that a lot lately, just because it's a, as I get older or as I get smarter, maybe it's just a safer <laughs> thing to do. But um, I've been, it's it just, I, I have been a very slight difference between that and the trail helmet. It's so light and so breathable that it really doesn't make sense for me to always bring the trail helmet if I have the option to bring this this helmet. And um, you just take the, the your, your, you don't even have to like pop it up on the climbs or anything. It's just kind of yeah, breathing right? through. So yeah, it's been oh super comfortable. And it, I, I, I think I've been I've had it now for about a month and a half and I've used it more than the trail helmet. They, and that's the outsider folks. Hey Mark, pull that picture up for people who are actually watching it and not listening again, because how dope is the white helmets profile? I swear it looks like your ghost rider. Yeah. It's just this really awesome like skull profile. I, I think it's so sick. And that picture is outstanding of the profile of the helmet. 
and it breathes super well. I mean, we have more vents than any other full faces has been able to achieve. Um, and that's one thing Dynasia has kind of always done. We've even in our motorcycle helmets and, and now we are obviously pass that on into our full face. Um, we don't just obviously meet the standards. We always want to exceed them um, to the point where it's, it's unquestionable about wearing or the protection that you're getting. We had a couple questions that came in from the audience, you guys. Um, uh, Emmanuel Jimenez, actually, he's asking, um, I'm looking for knee pads that doesn't slide down, but also has a shin guard with it. The pedal strikes are killer. <laughs> so we we do have we do have kind of a fix for the the pedal strikes. Our knee pads will not cover all the way down. We wanted to keep them light and breathable and not too bulky. Um, but, but, <laughs> but we've, I think we actually came out with, uh, something way better. Give me one sec. Let me, let me grab them and I'll show you. Oh, dang. This is This is like new. I, I don't know I'm a big mean. fan of what he's about to show you. Cause I was rocking them today and on my ride, uh, recently, Tony and I just rode the other day with the trail dogs and I, and I was, uh, using this and awesome. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Is this is this a new launch? Is this a new release? Uh, no, we we've had them probably for about a month. So, like I was saying, we we want to keep our knee pads light and breathable and movable. So we don't want to make them too bulky because when it it comes time to making that much material, that much protection, it starts to weigh and kind of bind and bend. Um, so we have our knee pads, and then we've got our padded socks. They're what? so, cool. right here They're on this so comfortable. I can't see it, but you can kind of see the outline right there. Oh, yeah. We're fully padded, so it wow. will protect from those pedal strikes or those, you know, any brushes or even some, like my guy front tire always grabs a rock and spits it out in front of me. So uh, we, we went that wow. direction with it. Um I won't name names, but there was a certain uh, highly talented painter who's in the mountain bike industry, very keen on on what we did with those socks to the point where he bought a couple. So you may see somebody trying to. <laughs> I, I sent you guys a picture of who that was working around the store looking at oh, our gear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, the socks are cool. Listen, beyond that padding, I'm just going to tell you right now. Uh, my two favorite socks to ride in, uh, the trail dogs socks, shout out to our friends, the trail dogs yeah, and the Dionese ones with the shin, uh, like the protectors, it goes up maybe rich. What is it like three or four inches? I think yeah. there's a, a little bit from the padding to give you, uh, an idea of how far that goes up. The socks are crazy comfortable. Uh, big fan. Uh, actually, rich, I was going to tell you, I'm going to come by and grab some more. You got it. <laughs> we got plenty. <laughs> Frankie, what, what um, so you're you're newest to the team. What what gear did you get, and um, and how are you feeling? We talked a little bit about the uh, the knee pads, but oh, he's got stuff yes. right there, folks. So I got the knee, and then uh, one second. Uh oh, uh oh, he's got he's got something dope and new too. Hey, while he's getting it, congrats to send it, Frankie, for breaking the thousand subs <laughs> threshold. I got the elbow pads. Oh yeah. That's got so, the same. Uh, that's got the same. Yeah. Poisson's ratio stuff on there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, it's got adjustments for 
the top where it goes to the biceps and uh-huh. in the forearms. So you velcro. Actually, pretty good. They got very good. Does it got the silicone band inside of that thing too? On the middle. Okay. No, um, it does. It does have the silicone band. Nice. And um, these are pretty good. They don't fall off. Like once you get the velcro across, they stay on the elbow because I had a I have a lot of elbow pads. I had the POC ones before, and um, if you wear the POC sleeve ones, they kind of just want to go forward like when you're going downhill they keep sliding forward but these they stay and uh, if you ride veil pretty uh rocky there you're you're constantly on the rocks and then you know these don't fall these don't slip forward pretty good i like it overall everything from dionise is really awesome i can't wait to get the helmet either i think it looks great i'll I'll vouch (laughs) for those elbow pads i wore them at veil today yeah. And they don't slide. And Rich knows, I, w- I, I wasn't necessarily a fan of the Velcro up top because some Velcros are done where they tear up like your clothes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're wearing a short sleeve or something, that Velcro can snag. But that Dionese Velcro is actually so thin. Uh, and when you lay it on right, it doesn't, it doesn't grab anything. So those elbow pads are sick. Yeah, I, I love the elbow pads. I think those those kind of work better for everybody because – Obviously, up top, you might have a different bicep diameter. So it's nice to kind of have that adjustability up top and, and, and below just for those different, you know, muscle. I'm, I'm kind of scrawny, so I'm not going to show my guns today. You're rich. You're in great shape, dude. You're, <laughs> like, you're killing it, Mr. PR. Yeah. Yeah, I got a PR today on Comet. We got a testimony coming in on the helmet. It looks like Mr. Air Blair just picked Uh-oh. up his new black <laughs> Linnea 01 from Rich Dionese on Friday. The most amazing helmet I have ever owned or worn. Dang. That's a strong statement. Yeah. Yeah. And Blair's a coach. He, he knows. Yeah, helmet. he's... Air Blair's a, a mountain biking coach, so having that stamp of approval mean, means means a lot. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Emmanuel saying, "Shut up and take my money." <laughs> <laughs> what part? We'll, we'll take all anything you want. Here. <laughs> so, is, I mean, as far as if if people are are looking to get into um, some of the Dionese gear here in the next, um, like as we get into the heat, because one of the one of the big features about the product is that, yes, it's protective. Yes, it's comfortable, but it's but it actually breathes really well, especially all of us here in Southern California being in the heat. And and I know Tony, um, we all try to ride early, but Tony, Tony goes a little bit later than some of us when he rides. So the heat's up. Tony, do you do you find a difference that when you're out there, is it feel is it does it breathe well for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wear pants, you know, I, a lot of you guys make fun because I wear pants all the time, but yeah, I wear pants a lot. I just like the, the look and I like that, um, especially in Laguna and stuff like that. I'm not getting scratched up by thorns and overgrown, overgrownies, I call them, but um, it, it always breathes well. I mean, I've been only using these knee pads and uh, at the bike park elbows for about a year. So yeah, I, I could speak to the the breathability and the pants that I've been using, the Denise pants have been great. They're super comfortable and stretchy. I like that they're um, like the Fox pants I was using before. They're comfortable, but 
they were very stiff. Like once once you they were in a, they didn't have any stretch to them. So with these, you're riding down the trail. Not only does it breathe with the pads, but the pants have that like little bit of extra room that you have that makes it a little bit that just that much more comfortable. I think Rich said he just brought them on an airplane to to use as travel <laughs> pants. So yeah, yeah, I could speak to the pants, the the the, the pads, all the things. So Dionysi offers. So we're talking protection, but. Uh, Tony brought up a good point. There's there's pants. There's obviously you showed us protective socks. Like what all does Dianese offer for the mountain bike community? So we are pretty much head to ankle at this point. Everything but shoes, basically. So from from your helmet to your goggles to your jersey um, to obviously um, the chest and the back protection. That's where I. I kind of think that we kind of will lead the market because that's something we've done in our road racing days and passed over to mountain biking. Um, so yeah, jerseys, pants, shorts, uh, chamois, uh, hydration packs, gloves, uh, socks. I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty much in the space all the way around as, as, as the market grows, then we'll, we'll kind of look at it. We've, we've been, We've had our ups and downs, but I think this is definitely our high point and where we finally are going to make a huge impact in, in the mountain bike industry. I think we finally got it right. And I, I come from a long line of, like Tony, wearing Fox and wearing Troy Lee. And just like Tony, I, I won't wear something if it doesn't work. Um, just because I, I come from an industry of road racing and like crashing and, and, and falling and getting hurt is it's just like everybody else, I have to come to work. I have to manage this store. So not being able to come and work is, is it's not a negotiable for me. So having something that's super protective is important. That's awesome, man. I had no idea that it, it spanned the full gamut of clothing line like that. So that's amazing. And, and I think on Tony's videos, I've seen his gloves and it looks like there's protection built into the gloves as well. Is that, there is design that, that no, there there is. Is. same same honeycomb uh protection uh we actually kind of went a little bit of a different route this year with the protection uh with the glove protection we have a, what's called our what well, we have several levels of protection so our hgr is the most protective stuff that you can get and then you get into your hgls and then you're just your hgs um, the HGRs have a little bit more impact protection now where it spans all over the glove. Uh, let me grab one and I can show you. Dang. They got protection. Yeah, it's, like, it's like Santa Claus. He's got like, <laughs> he's like pull everything out of there. And, Hopefully he throws some out there for the people on the podcast tonight. Like, so you get some. I think the gloves he's going to show. Here's what's interesting. I failed today. I, I had a, like a mini wipeout and I did one of those like rock slab hand slaps. And the gloves held up. The gloves absolutely held up. Like I was able to continue to ride with them and stuff. And and if you get bushwhacked, uh, I think the gloves that Rich has will, will absolutely help with that. Yeah, those are the gloves. So you can see kind of right there. So you have full protection on every kind of impact. So just like Adam and, and myself. So even if you fall down and, and hit the back end or, or if you get bushwhacked or, or anything else, it's going to definitely minimize 
um, the damage that you you would normally receive, say, just on a thin, normal glove. Gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, we have a question here coming in from Burel Bikes. And uh, we also have been joined by Joey, Mr. Uncaged <laughs> MTV. What's up, Joey? Thanks for popping on, brother. Definitely. Sorry I'm late. No, it's good. Joey, I think this question is for you, my man. I'm going to uh -oh. pop this up. Bureau Bikes is going to ask, my ego needs protection, gets hurt easy. Do you have a pad for that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Rich has something for that. <laughs> and you know what's funny is uh, I think you do have protection for all types of stuff, Rich. Does Diane, and, and did I see this as well? Do your Dionese jerseys have protection built into them too? Uh, not somewhat. So like a slide protection. So most like jerseys, if, if you fall and you kind of, obviously you tumble and you slide through the dirt, most jerseys will just kind of tear and rip apart and you're, you know, you're buying a new jerseys. Uh, so we kind of did our research just like we did with everything else and kind of found out what the highest impact was in mountain biking and i can vouch for this it's it was the elbow area was kind of the highest impact that we kind of all sustain um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah our jerseys have uh, a little bit of uh what we call tpu on the outside of the jersey where it will protect you it will protect your jersey so you won't so say you go down it won't burn through the fabric and you won't get all those scratches or nars or, or bruised up in the in that area gotcha. wait can we can we rewind for one second rich because that's gold you're yes. you're telling me the research from dianese shows the highest impact area we have is our elbows why yep. aren't we wearing more elbow pads <laughs> i wear mine all the time i've i've uh poked and prodded a, a couple of these guilty faces on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but like like market i i put i have scars from my old elbow pad through them from yep. from hitting that's how much like we could take that in. i just think that's mind-blowing to think like that's the area that we should think about elbow pads as much as we think about our knees oh, yeah. that's, that's good that's good research i i uh have some elbow stuff right here and then when i went when i crashed rich was like Bro, I gave you some elbow pads. Why don't you wear them? Like good points, I will be putting. Because Mark's always flexing. Mark's always. We have to learn the hard way sometimes. Yeah, getting all the getting all the sand out of there and everything. Debbie Keo says definitely the elbow pads and knees for me. Uh -huh. um, Rich, as as far as stock goes, like people can go on to the website at Dianese and purchase things, but. Is it better for them if they are a local here in Southern California? Is it better for them to walk into the store and see you? And how much stock do you have? Um, so, yeah, obviously, always better to come in in person, seal it, see it, touch it, feel it, try it on. Um, we are an Italian brand. Uh, at the end of the day, we still kind of mimic some of the stitching and, and the fit on that end of things. So the fit may not fit the way you think it will. You may have to size up or down depending on what you're picking up. Um, so yeah, definitely coming into the store, speaking to myself or one of my staff, we're all highly trained in, in, in fitting you and getting you 
the right size helmet. <laughs> little, little inside, little inside. <laughs> who is no. that? Who is that directed towards? <laughs> Not, me. Not me, Tony or Joey. Not at all. <laughs> Um, so just trust the process. I mean, when we tell you some of the stuff, we'll have to go through some break in. We, we kind of know what, what it's going to do. Um, as far as stock, uh, luckily for me here in, in Orange County, I run, this is the biggest store in the U S it's, it's the flagship store for the U S it's the biggest, we have the most stock. Um, and as far as the mountain biking stuff, I've actually worked really hard with, with the buyers in Italy and, and kind of, showing them like through you guys and through me that and the 400 trail systems that are you know within tossing distance of the store um that this store kind of deserves to have a little bit of heavier stock um and so far it's it's proving to be right excellent excellent hey i want to i want to say in regards to the store just out of personal experience you all need to know this if you're listening or watching this rich has worked so hard to curate uh, a group of us to represent Dionese. And I was blown away by the amount of gear that they're actually offering for mountain biking. And I get that there's not a one size fits all, you know, for people like we have our preferences, but they have a great selection of everything that he said, like from head to toe outside of the shoes to, to check out. But what's super cool is with Rich being in the store in Costa Mesa, the OC store, the flagship, uh, store. Rich is a guy who rides our trails. He was out at Sky Park today. He goes on our group rides. He's a part of our mountain biking community. So this does not feel at all like some big giant conglomerate, you know, that like that has no personal touch to it. Rich absolutely does. And if you go into that Dionese store, I'm just going to tell you, it's a cool experience. He's patient. Uh, he knows what he's talking about with the gear. It's cool to see what they're doing. And they're doing some incredibly innovative stuff that would blow your mind and it, and it might not be for everyone, but it's cool. Like hydration packs that are built into the armor, you know, which, which I think is neat or like the socks with the shin pads on it. So there's just some really cool things. And if you want to get that feel of like supporting something local and supporting something, part of that SoCal scene in that community, uh, I really encourage you to check out that Dionese store over in Costa Mesa and, you know, hook up with Rich and get to know him because I think you'll be really stoked <laughs> about what you find from it. I, I love too. the first time I went in there, um, the mountain bike part, when Rich was trying to build it out, we were in the, our stuff was in the back left corner and it was like tiny, but Rich is like, dude, I've got big plans for the mountain bike scene. And now when you go in there, it is like more in the middle in the showcased area. And it is, is definitely bigger, which is, which is awesome. Rich has been working hard for all of us uh, who wants to get and try Dionese gear out of that store. And, and hey, and to Mike Savicki's point, the dope bike you can see, if y'all want to check out the Outsiders Capra, check it out while you can. <laughs> it's not going to be there for long because bike, so bike park season is coming upon us. So I'm going to be back. If you want to see, if you want to see Tony's Izzo, it'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Timothy Haley says, we'll definitely have to make the drive and check it out. So Timothy Haley will be coming all the way down from the Valencia area over by Six Flags, Matching Mountain. And uh, 
Tim, I think that's a great option to come down there and try on the gear. Even us who live close to Dionysia, Rich is always like, man, I need you to come in. I need you to try it on because I want you to be happy when you walk out of here. Yeah. Um, we were, we're kind of like joking a little bit about the helmets um, because the helmets are, you know, we put those on every single ride, you know, and uh, Rich or Adam or anybody that wants to talk about just trying on the helmets is like, it's a, it's a big deal to come in and really try them on. Joey's got it, <laughs> Joey's got it right there. <laughs> Behind the scenes, I'll say, you know, we all, we all talk and, and Rich is right. Trust the process. Rich doesn't know what he's talking about, but uh, my experience with the helmet was when I first put it on, I, I felt like I was between sizes and I, I left with a helmet that actually was too big for me. And before I actually used that out on the trail, like I had to talk with Joey, Mark, you know, I had to talk with you, Tony, I had to talk with you about it, about like everything from like the padding to stuff. But it's like everything else, right? It feels one way when you're in a store and then you get on the trails and you're like, this is a non-issue and it's sick and it, and it works and it's right. And if you can trust that process, it's, it's, it's great. Helmets are so important. And I know we all want to feel comfortable with it. If you try on that, uh, you know, the, uh, the any helmet, uh, maybe it'll feel different for you. Maybe you're going to love it right away, but out on the trails, I think all of us can vouch. Like it feels radically different when you're actually in the moment. It's, it, you know, we feel safe with it. Yeah. And that's the, that's the nice thing about the helmet. We provide you with two different, uh, well, technically three, because it's already have one installed, three different cheek size in there, two different neck rolls, and then two different headliners. So you can really customize it to the shape of your face, your, the crown of your head. Um, I did that for a couple of you guys, just kind of moving some of those pads around and swapping them out really makes the difference in the helmet. Exactly. Tony, were you going to say something about the, the helmet there? I mean, I went through the same process that Adam did. Um, I thought the helmet was, uh, the original one I got was a size large. But when I went back, um, Adam said he had this, he showed, shared with me his process. And I went with uh, medium large because the padding had, pads have, in the interior pads have so much um, customization that I was able to like go size down and have an even lighter helmet and uh, just have it fit even more securely. Like, worked out pretty good. Off topic, Frankie, what are you doing in Utah? Oh, <laughs> Gooseberry Mesa. Nice, man. What are you riding? It's a little, is it cold? What's, what's, uh, what's oh, it's super nice around here. It's like right in the 60s, 70s. Oh, it's super oh, nice. Cool. So, we did uh, Gooseberry Mesa this morning and then. Afterwards, we went to ride a uh, gem, and then gem, yesterday, nice. that's a great one. Yesterday, we did a uh, zen, nice. and then yeah, I think we might do something tomorrow morning and then drive back. Nice. I'm gonna head. I'm planning out my summer travels right now. I got a big, big uh, summer plan. I'm gonna be doing Park City again, Brian Head. Um, nice. nice. Definitely gonna head up. Uh, Solitude's doing some more bike trails this year, which is rad, and they're like right in the Wasatch Mountains. And I'm trying to intertwine that with um, a Downeyville group trip that we're planning out, which um, I think some of the people here might be on. So um, with some rad stuff, that's cool. You're there like uh, already, like preseason. Well, it's actually Southern Utah. It's it's in season. It's so good. It's so good yeah. right now. Especially Southern Utah, like it's 
like EMTB country. Like for those yeah. who don't know, like it's open. You can ride your e-bike anywhere you want. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. No restrictions yeah. at all, huh? You don't get hassled, Frankie. No Dang. No. <laughs> are, you, are you filming for a new episode? Yeah, filming for a new episode, um, basically. I think it's going to be named like EMTB country, Southern <laughs> Utah, something Sick. like that. That's Sick. a strong name. That's a strong yeah. title, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> Very strong. <laughs> of, the, of the trails that you've been on so far, is there one that's like just got those appreciation stations all over the place? Because that's some beautiful landscape oh, out there. Man. Yeah. Like Zen everywhere trail. you everywhere you go in Utah is appreciation station. <laughs> hey, everywhere. am I the only one who feels like you're infringing on a trademark if you go out and do this? I go to do it and I go, I can't do that's trademarked. I can't. No, trademark. you, I mean, you can if you say appreciation station, you yeah. have to pay five, five cents in royalties. If you actually do the gesture, it's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you can use it as much as you want, just pay your dues. <laughs> Look at it. Tony just gave us one a courtesy. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. I saw Henry on that YT ride. He he actually did your clothes for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he fooled me. I didn't know he was gonna go in there with that, but uh he's watching the vids, man. Yeah. He's a, he's an actor, Tony. Of course he's gonna who's gonna play Tony in the biopic? <laughs> <laughs> he's a one one take pony too like he'll just you just turn the camera on that guy and he's just like i'm handsome and i know everything and this is gonna happen first try and <laughs> like oh my goodness i'm shy now jealous <laughs> jealous about that for, since yeah. we're all youtubers here uh for the most part sometimes the simplest thing takes me like a thousand takes just to get it right. Do you guys ever get into those stuck scenarios where you're just trying to either do an, an intro or a close and you just can't get it or it just doesn't feel right? Oh, yeah. I bet myself yeah. on that. I, just, I take that all back. I take it all back. <laughs> it's bigger in our heads, right, than probably people view it. Like, they don't know. There was one, Mark, so like when I got a chance to do the, um, the, the takeover video of you and Tony at Vail, I, I, I purposely <laughs> left in for like a behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, the amount of like droney was up in the sky and you and you, I think you guys were doing like the the appreciation thing. And it's like, let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> See, there was so many edits in that in that video that you did for us. That was dope. And you put it inside that television. And then uh, for those of you, the, the, the backstory on that is that I guess I recorded in such a weird setup. I had no clue that I was recording it that way. And when I was trying to review my stuff, it was like a tiny little square. And the only person that I know that could help with that was Adam Mock. So <laughs> I talked to Tony. I said, Adam's going to Adam's gonna edit the video. We, I gave him full creativity to do whatever he wants. I think that's an okay thing. And then uh, Tony, you did like a you did a uh, an intro for it, right? You sent something over, and you had like some paintings in the background. <laughs> Is that the nacho video, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah the nacho. And, and Tony, that's one of my favorite like talking heads because I think you got a painting of like all these beach women. You're like, yeah, Heather's really into that. <laughs> oh yeah, beach <laughs> yeah. I had a big painting of all these women in a hot tub drinking uh, Coors Lights with cigarettes. Since my wife has made me get rid of that painting, but it was one of my favorites. And I paid like 300 bucks for that thing. One year I was at the Pasadena flea market and I was like, that's the one. 
Uh, she didn't know me that well, so I think she just kind of let me go along with it. And it was in our living room for like three years. And I was like, this is done. This is it's, it's done. You've got your money's worth out of this. And I'm like, but the artist is going to be like famous one day. She's like, beach sluts will never be famous. <laughs> Wait, so you don't have the painting Fine. anymore? You don't have it I anymore? Have it. We it's in the garage. Oh, <laughs> I gave it away. <laughs> Somebody wanted that quick. It was like an offer up for like one second. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, beach sluts is very provocative. So, how did it, yeah, I mean, it's a beach sluts across the entire thing. So, the weird part about it was it was in like the back side of our living room. So, at night when the windows were open, like neighbors would be walking their dogs and they're like, beach sluts, huh? Oh, yeah, into some stuff, huh? It's so worth seeing the, even if you watch the, I don't know, 30 seconds of that video, it's it's worth checking out just to see the beach sluts. <laughs> I did not expect us talking about beach sluts tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Was that a one take for that, for that intro that went off to Adam Malk? Yeah, I usually do my, I, this isn't a brag. It's just that I don't like doing it. Uh, I usually just try to do it natural. And if I do it within one take, I can just, I'm done. Usually it's just like non-scripted, like like this week's video coming up Monday is going to be me. I threw Droney in the sky and uh, I turned the GoPro on and I'm like, I got one shot at this because Droney doesn't have much life in him. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta do it one try sometimes. So it's whatever comes out of my brain. You, you guys are stuck with it. That, you know, it is what it is. That is amazing. I love it. Tony, you're so good at that. I think that's what makes your channel so compelling and, and authentic is those moments are so raw. And I know I can speak for me as a, as a fan of you and your channel. That's one of the things that really attracts me to it beyond the writing is your ability just to kind of put that out. And you're like, that's just so real. <laughs> I just pretend I'm talking to my friends and that's kind of weird how it, like, it feels like that. Like, uh, <laughs> like it just really turned into like everybody that comments feels like a buddy of mine. Everyone's so really usually 99% supportive. You always get the one guy that's troll surfing, but um, most of the time everyone's just like stoked on it and, I didn't expect that coming into being a YouTube channel. It's like, you know, you always hear these horror stories of like, you know, you got to have rough, tough skin and all this stuff, which you do. Believe me, that's part of it. But uh, majority of the people are just stoked that um, you're putting in the work and stuff. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You do it you, well, man. You do it well. Yeah, definitely oh, do. How do you rattle off all the different types of food when you're like on a, on a bike ride? You're like jamming down this hill. There's all these different lines you can choose from. And you're like talking about pasta and a sandwich and a rigatoni bologna. I don't know, man. I, I grew up with my mom making home cooked home cooked meals and she's Italian. So I have a whole smorgasbord of, uh, <laughs> of dinners and stroganoffs to name off and and meatballs and cacciatories that there, there's untapped there's an untapped market of food for sure this week's some for some reason i was thinking about um the east coast because i'm going back to visit this week's is cat's deli of a bit which is delicious uh deli new york obviously that's why i'm always so hungry after watching your videos <laughs> i thought i wanted to say that hungry right now did you say that in this week's video coming up? It, it's coming up on Monday, yeah. Cat's oh. Deli of a bit with Droney in the sky, and you've got a beautiful Cat's Deli. That's my pitch. You've got a Cat's Deli smorgasbord <laughs> to look forward to. Where were you writing? Where does this video take place? It's coming oh, it's, out on uh, Monroe, Monroe Truck Trail in Glendora, California. It's a seven-mile climb up, 
and hey. you are just on the top of this beautiful mountain. It's uh, just like a really, it's like a great e-mountain bike ride and a great trail ride. I've done it on both, and you've got seven mile descent down. And for some reason, I didn't know this. It rained the night before, so all the plants were wet. The dirt was moist. It was just one of those like all of the things came together at once. And uh, I'm really stoked on this one. It came out. It came out really good. It took me a couple of days to edit with the drone footage and everything, but I think you guys are gonna like it. Nice. Oh, I'm already nice. excited now. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Can't <laughs> wait. Tomorrow morning, nine. I turn. I love it. Hey, speaking of YouTube channels, let me put a shine on Sandit Frankie. If y'all aren't tuned into his channel, tune into it because he's focused on e-bikes, and I love it. He's actually growing. He just got a new Tacoma, and it's he's it's, correct me if I'm wrong, Frankie, but you're like really going to focus on where these e-bike adventures can take you, be like camping out, doing all the outdoorsy stuff, like with the e-bike, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I'm going to try. I got a Tacoma. And last year, <clears throat> I, me and my wife, we were planning on getting a van, right? And if you notice the price of vans in this last few years, it's like it's so hard to invest in finance, like a $50,000 for a van. So like we went back and to the drawing board and said, okay, how are we going to go back out adventuring? And um I was originally going to get something for the Ridgeline, like a camper setup, but um, no one wants to build anything for Ridgeline. So I waited for a long time for the Tacoma and um, I finally got it. And uh, we're going to try and build a pop-up camper ourselves. And uh, we're trying to get an adventure all around and just trying to pick EMTB locations because a lot of people who get EMTBs, the first thing they ask is, where can I ride one legally? I mean, you can ride it anywhere you want, but I, mean, I don't care where I ride. <laughs> I don't care where I ride, but a lot of people ask. They're like, okay, can I go here legally? Can I not go here? And um, I think that's one of the things that, you know, you're buying like something that you're buying like a $5,000, $6,000 bike. And the first thing you want to know is, you know, I don't want to get a ticket. Yeah. Mm. You don't want to get harassed. But usually what we do is just, turn on turbo and forget whoever's trying to chase you down. Right. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't Joey usually wake up and go, how can I get harassed today? <laughs> Wait, you can get harassed on an e-bike. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but you get dirty looks. You're like, this guy. Yeah. Oh man. I did the archipelago ride in San Diego, which was an amazing fun time. And I brought the decoy and I now knowing that people are trying to just finish that race because it's a 25 or 50 miler. It's pretty brutal going from like the different Island green spaces to the next Island green space, lots of climbing, lots of tech. And there I am on the decoy, like, Hey, good morning. Uh, excuse me. I'm coming through on your left again, because I find something fun and I go play on it and then I'd come back and then I pass the same crew. And man, that's, hard <laughs> you feel guilty, Mark? did you feel guilty i did feel guilty i did feel guilty but it was a it was a fun it was a fun ride but i also had mad respect for everybody that was that was completing that sucker it, it it's a tough one hey but, are we are we gonna be on here for five minutes i gotta feed pip get pip yeah get pip wow. i gotta feed him and then nice. go feed him, him. i'll be back in two minutes All okay right. <laughs> you know tony knows everybody on this is like please go feed pip 
Please. You can bring another screen up with just Pip eating, maybe. <laughs> that would be very that's a whole niche thing, right? It's there kind of like the, the mukbang stuff that's going on. Just watching people eat. Watch Pip eat. Right. Oh, I gotta give a quick shout out. Oh, well, oh unspoken. Right? With yeah. unspoken. Yes. Yeah, that's great. And 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 just in case uh Craig is still on, Mark, what kind of bike do you ride? Oh, I I have a I have a decoy crate. Oh, nice, Adam. What do you write? Oh, what's well, Adam ride? Do you know? <laughs> Who's answering this? A decoy. <laughs> Mark should answer. What, what 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 bike do we all ride? <laughs> yeah. Was so, great questioning. Was hold great on. Questioning. So Mark rides a decoy. Roy <laughs> rides a decoy. Adam rides a decoy. Oh, and Adam. Who else? Oh, no, you pick for this guy. Sorry. Rich is hustling on the trails every day. And it shows. Craig he looks great. Out. <laughs> yeah, Tony's on the decoy. Yep. Lots of, my, Mike Savicky was on the decoy today. That, that was dope. I saw Nor on the decoy. Yeah. Hey, Danny worked hard for it today. You also uh, he, did. he worked so hard for it today. <laughs> there he is. He's still on. Bottle is quickly going. The <laughs> shout shout out to uh, Screwball. That that stuff is delicious. Trail dog gets a lot of shots. <laughs> he thought he made it too. He was like an hour in. <laughs> I love oh, this. man. Mike Savick, he says decoy all day. Yeah, he had that, he had that same one that I have, that core three green. Such yep. a such a sick yeah. bike. Well, look, if Very you decoy in Dionese, you're like double D in it. So that's <laughs> double the double D's. <laughs> so it's just a so matter no, of time for Rich. Yeah. yeah it is a just matter, a matter of, time of time. Yeah. Hey, Rich, I, I have a question because this I listen, there's forums about this. I the uh, proper pronunciation is oh. is it Dianese? Dianese. Dianese. Now I'm gonna let you know. I have Italian neighbors, and I asked them, and you're you're dead on. But it's so nuanced the way that they say it. Oh yeah, I couldn't even get it. I was like, I feel like a poser. But yeah. Dianese is it. I know some people call it like Dianese or Dianese, but it's Dianese. Dianese. So. The way I kind of broke it down for her is is Dainese. So Z E H at the end. So Dainese. Z E H. And yeah. the knowledge has just been dropped on us. Yeah. Easiest, easiest way to pronounce it. Okay. Dainese. Been around since 1972 doing what we do. Hmm. And now not only do we know how to pronounce it, we know Pip has been fed. So we can also yeah. be very soundly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He's chomping down right now. <laughs> That's awesome. MTV Radio says, I think you know I love my decoy and I love my screwball. <laughs> elbow <laughs> cough. <laughs> so what was very, the deal? Very socially acceptable elbow cough. Why, why is he going through so much screwball tonight? Somebody said uh, here, I'll you, you actually mentioned it earlier. I'll uh -oh. Every you time know. you say decoy, Mark, yes. Oh, yes. people take a shot. Oh. I'm already out. Oh, so, <laughs> it was just for Craig, though. <laughs> so we, if we could all help Joey actually name his decoy, decoy, decoy. Oh, yes. Joey is looking for a name for his decoy. 
And the names that have been dwindled down to are Joey, take it from there. Grimace. Grimace. Good one. Does, the purple, does everybody... the purple dude from McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has a kind of a strange story. Um, <laughs> Dino, which is the dinosaur from the Flintstones. Hayes, Hayes from Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Purple Hayes. Purple Hayes. Yeah. What about Barney? Barney is out. I already said Barney's out and eggplant's out. <laughs> eggplant. Although I did, I did suggest purple sausage today, and that was frowned upon, apparently. <laughs> you and you were changing your clothes from the ride. <laughs> All we heard was you're over there changing. We looked over and you said purple sausage. We're like, oh no, I think he fell down today. <laughs> so so those are those are the names. And somebody asked why we are calling our bikes ducks, and it's just because they're the they're, they're decoys. So we're just calling them calling them ducks. So I thought Howard would be good. Howard yes, duck. duck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got my decoy, my decoy is named. It has two names: the Mach Five because it's my fifth bike, like and that. that's what Speed Racer drove was the Mach yeah. Five. Oh. But I also call it Mother Nature because it's just got those dope, like, natural colorways. So it's Mach 5, a.k.a. Mother Nature. Oh. Very, it's a very aggressive-sounding name, Mother Nature. So. Ooh. Hey, Joey, how about this one? This is from Air Valair because you got the purple and, and gold going oh, on on ooh, that thing. That's Kobe. nice. Uh, oh, oh, for Kobe. Kobe. Hmm. Hmm. Tony, Fox does Tony Kobe. have a name for his bike? No, I don't name my bikes usually. I don't know. I don't know. What's up I with that? You want to talk about it, Tony? No. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. <laughs> but no, speaking of Kobe, do you guys have you guys have Apple TV? There's a really awesome series I watched today while uh, I was editing and taking breaks on Magic Johnson. Um, oh, I grew up in Connecticut as a Celtics fan, but it's just I love the. I'm a huge documentary guy. I love every documentary. So it's a documentary of Magic Johnson's life, his career through the Lakers. And I'm also watching the, the TV show on HBO. So it's like this double dose I'm getting. A lot of magic. I have a lot of Magic Johnson in my life right now. Basically, that's that's what I'm unburdening right now. Wow. And there's your name, Joey. Magic. Magic Johnson. Magic, magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh, wow. Magic. Air Blair Ooh. says, fun fact, Tony, I don't name my bikes. There you go. <laughs> fun fact by Tony, I don't name my bikes. <laughs> if it's not food related, but. Adam, this one's for you. You owe SoCal. Danny is asking, how is the ankle? Brother, it is not. It's trash. It's, oh no! It's not good for oh, those. Man. For those who, today at Velocity on uh, on Matco, there's two rock gardens, and you know we had fun on the first one, and I was going through the second one, which has that like quick, like thread the needle into like that that tight left ninety degree turn, right? Sometimes you might maybe do a little mini track stand. It's my Afton shoes are so good, it felt like I was clipped in. And I don't know if I couldn't get my foot off. Uh, or what, but I got paused too long on there and I, and I came down and rolled my ankle cause I stepped down on something lower, but I got home and it, yeah, it has swelled up. It hurts right, right now, but I think I'm fueled on so much stoke from this MTV community that it like, 
it doesn't matter but there's a bit of a ball danny i'm gonna i'm gonna text you a picture after this you, you can see but i appreciate you asking danny when you see this picture you're gonna be like what is that what what is that it's got veins and everything yeah. i did not know Wait, that was your ankle at first. No. <laughs> it's a 49 year old man's ankle after it got rolled so <laughs> i've been there adam i know your pain you have been there that's right you know yeah. it's the weirdest thing like so I got done with Matco, and we were gonna drop into uh, Bullfrog. Is that the name of it? That's Mark, right. Oh, and so I look at Mark, and I was just like, "Hey, man, I rolled my ankle. I can hear it crunching, and I can feel it pulsing. Bullfrog, good for me to do." He's like, "Yeah, brother, it's fine. Just roll everything. <laughs> just roll everything, and your ankle. <laughs> yeah, and the ankle. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Bullfrog delivered. That was some, such a some, good time. Some steeps and loose today on that thing and those those switchbacks. But poor Adam, I was like halfway through it, I was like, man, I don't remember being this steep and, and this chunky. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> it was fun, dude. That was so fun, man. I love that. Oh man, guys, we're already up on an hour. Uh, I want I want to go ahead and bring this to a close, but I I do want to thank all of you for being on the podcast tonight. Um, our guest tonight, uh, Dianese, in the spirit of the protection and everything that uh, it is offering us mountain bikers here in Southern California, um, the lightness, the, the the breathability of this gear is is really really cool. Um, Upon closing, let's, I'll just go around and, and see if anybody wants to add anything to what we have already or um, something that's new coming from your channel uh, this next week. So, uh, Adam, we'll just start with you. Anything in closing that you want to say? Oh, man, a lot of pressure. I want to say I, I love this community so much from the bottom of my heart. This community is incredible. The Transcend Ride today with all the groups that were out there, uh, you know, representing just showed the power of this mountain biking community. Um, I, I can thank everybody on on this call, and I, and I really want to. Mark, you've just always been, uh, since I met you, you've been a great friend. You're a genuine human being, and I love your podcast. Joey, I feel the same about you, man. Like, I get around you, and I just... I smile and it's not just your blue eyes. Uh, Tony, you know, like I tell you every time I give you your flowers, man. Like I just, I, I started a channel cause Tony was such a big influence and he's been, uh, you know, it's just been great getting to know him and, and developing a friendship with him and that kind of support. Frankie, I've been a fan of yours from the beginning brother. And I love where you're going with everything. Rich, I love, like if you all could hear the behind the scenes conversations, Rich literally like, the first time I was in the shop, he admitted to me. He's like, he told me like about me and I knew he had Tony and he was getting Mark. He's like, I want to get that guy. And Rich had his <laughs> sights on things. And, and like, he's just been a gem of a human. Um, listen, if you're not checking out Mark's podcast and his channel, check it out. Check out what Uncaged MTV Joey Yates is doing on Instagram. Always check out The Outsider. That's a good time. It'll make you hungry. Uh, uh, Frankie is, is constantly evolving. Go visit Rich at the Dionese store in Costa Mesa. And if you want to see what it's like for me to hang out with the outsider and trail dogs, you can check out my video tomorrow at 9 AM after you watch the outsiders video that he's very proud of with the cool drone footage and the one take, uh, wonder on it. Dang, so that's my dang, Thank you. Dang. All. Adam wow. Mock, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> We're everyone's like, oh, my internet's going out. I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> we'll get over to you, Mr. Outsider. Tony, anything you like yeah, to say? So I'm following Adam. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You could always say ditto. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's ditto for sure. That's a given. 
Um, yeah, for, for me, I have a video going up with Adam tomorrow at 9 a.m. Uh, it's Drone, Drone McDrone Face is back. But I want to say thanks to Rich uh, for, for coming on the podcast tonight and for hooking it up and for um, representing a rad brand and for inviting us into that that brand itself. And uh, I think our journey's just begun. So cheers to you, Rich. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. And Tony, thank you for being so to so to speak the captain of this of this team so uh man if it wasn't for you to none of us would would be here so really appreciate you tony on on that aspect um joey yates anything you'd like to say in closing definitely i'm stoked to be part of this group you guys are all amazing um rich as far as your brand and this company it's it started off for me with the uh, air-conditioned knee pads, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now this helmet is amazing. I haven't been on a ride yet where someone hasn't asked me, what is that? What brand is that? I haven't heard of it. And I just take it off and I hand it to them. And then okay. immediately they're like, what? Is that, e- is that even safe? Like, <laughs> and I have to go through the whole, you know, the whole talk, but it's, right. it's amazing. Adam caught me today passing my helmet around. <laughs> I think I even passed it to Adam. <laughs> so, yeah, this company's awesome. I love the gear and I'm stoked to be part of it. Thank you. That's awesome. Awesome. And then send it Frankie who just hit a thousand on his YouTube channel. We are so proud of you, bro. That is awesome. Thanks, man. Anything you'd like to say in closing out of Utah? Yeah. I want to, yeah, I just want to say thanks to rich too. Um, rich was, the first person to recognize me in Sky Park when I was like at like a hundred subscribers. So Rich has been with my channel for like the longest time. So thank Rich and uh, thank you for letting me join the team. I'm excited and I can't wait to get my hands on that helmet. Uh, I've been looking at all these guys wearing it and I'm super <laughs> stoked on it. Dude, that looks Everyone's so good. <laughs> I'm yeah, already no. trying to figure out where to put my. That's like where my GoPro mount is going to be. Oh man, I'm definitely nice. going to give you a call when I head back to California. You nice. got it. Nice. Oh, and um, after after you guys watch their uh, YouTube on nine o'clock, <laughs> you know, if you want to check out some e-bikes, come to my channel. I got another one coming out, and it's going to be the Trek Rail five oh oh curious about that for sure yeah and rich i just want to say thank you for representing such a cool brand um i i love the fact that we can sit here and talk about it and 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 introduce it to some of the folks out here in the mountain bike community that we know and love that ride the same trails we ride and um you know, it's it was it was tragic that we sometimes lose people out on the trails, or we see helicopters out there, yeah. and that twice me technology makes me feel really good about having fellow mountain bikers, um, as far as where they are, the GPS, all that stuff through that helmet, and uh, and you can wear a full face now for the same weight as a as a half shell, which is really dope. Um, so thank you, Rich, for that. Really appreciate it. And uh, Rich, in closing, is there anything that you'd like to say as well? Yeah, I got to obviously a little bit long winded, but um, I got to thank each and every one of you, um, starting from Tony, who kind of uh, gave the brand a chance. I know he's he's one of those those people that is genuine and won't use something unless it truly works. So I'm him and I have been at this for Tony. You realize we're going on a year on this, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're on this adventure. Um, and he's stuck with it. So knowing that we're we're hitting a year working on it 
I think it really shows that the brand is, is here to stay. Um, and then from, so thank you, Tony, for everything you've done for the, for me and for the store and for the brand. I appreciate it. The journey's, it's just going to get better. So a lot, lots of things in, in the pipeline and I've shared some of that with him and there, there's more coming. Um, he brought Mark and introduced what an amazing person and genuine human you are. And, um, just some words of motivation that you've given me when I've had some of the big wigs kind of crawling through here, poking and prodding at my store from Italy. Um, being there for me has, has been a great journey. So thank you, Mark, for having me on for the podcast and your support for the brand and, and what we stand for. Um, and then from there, it, it kind of trickled down into me meeting Joey and him being such the ripper and jump king and just following what he does is, is amazing. So I'm glad to have him on board. And Adam, man, buddy, what can I say about you? I mean, your words are just, just like Mark's. I mean, you also were there when I kind of needed just a, a little pick-me-up and, and motivation to kind of show this company that um, Southern California and just the mountain bike industry in the U.S. deserves to have this brand kind of leading the way and everybody else. Um, and Frankie, buddy, dang. I think we've been at it, what, two, three years now since I first met you. Um, I even time ago. Have a little, I even have a little clip on one of those videos at the end of Sky Park. So um, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm, I'm nowhere near, but I'm, I'm happy to say I'm, I'm not one of those guys who will just kind of sell you the brand. I'm a user. I'm a believer. I, I come from a heavy industry of, of motorsports and, and mountain biking now. So uh thank you to everybody thanks for making time for the show heck yeah and with that being said guys as adam mock would say peace and <laughs> love love we're out everybody thank you so much for being on really appreciate it see you guys out on the trails <laughs> and gentlemen we are clear you yeah all right. Nice one, huh? That felt good. Folks, and just like that, that is episode 66 of the Segment Podcast. I truly appreciate you all being here. Thank you so much for your support and listening to these shows. If you do have any recommendations on guests for the show, please let me know if you run over to the Instagram account and just DM me. If you have somebody in mind that has an inspirational story or something that can offer some positive benefits, to the mountain biking community. I would love to see if I can get them on the show. I always appreciate everybody. Thank you again so much for joining us. Head on over to Dionese OC if you are interested and talk to Rich about the gear that we shared tonight on the show. Um, he'll definitely take good care of you guys. And um, hope you guys are doing well. Send it safely out there on the trails or in life. And uh, set goals, be passionate about it, work hard at it. And hey, as you all know, all that hard work will always pay off. All right, folks, see you on the next one. Thanks again.